Hello everyone, welcome to episode 26 of TV Talk with Nigudella. I am Nigudella. How is everyone doing today? You guys sound like you're doing fabulous as am I. As am I. Everyone, we're doing great today. Great things are coming our way. And we're loving life. That's just the way it should be. Glad to hear that. Now, episode 26, we're going to be talking Married at First Sight, episode 14. And going to kind of be doing a recap of 13. Of course, we're going to have our dunk 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 blast from the past, blast from the past. So... And we're going to be doing like, you know, like I said, a little recap, kind of going back because I haven't been here in a couple of weeks, you know, been chilling, you know, staying safe, doing what we need to do. But I like to say one thing. Hey, all you new listeners, thank you for coming aboard. When I looked and saw my count going up, I was like, oh, sweat. I need to get some new content out here because, um... People are listening, and thank you so much. Hope you're enjoying, but most of all, I hope you're laughing. I said from day one when I started doing this podcast, it was about entertaining. It was about making you laugh, Um, looking at some of the shows um, that are just funny. Like, I mean, they're supposed to be quote-unquote serious reality shows, but you can find humor in anything, and that's what I like to do. So, with that being said... Train wreck station pulling in, episode 14. Train wreck station pulling in. Oh, let's see. Pages are going to be turning today. I think I'm going to start off with <clears throat> when they were in. Ooh, uh, Michaela, the way she left was so babyish. We're going to be talking about that. So, in the beginning of the episode, like when they're talking about, oh, you know, we're going to come get together, do this retreat. And the first thing Johnny's like, oh, I don't want to sleep with Bao. What is that about? It was a whole hot mess. The object is for you to go on this retreat and reconnect. Now, even though you're not connecting, maybe you're at this point where you don't want to reconnect and that's fine. Somewhere along the line, there must be some kind of contractual obligation that they have to go to this retreat now because, you know, those of you who are like myself, married at sight purists, but when it start off, started off on the FYI station, hello, um, and it was the first couples, they didn't do all this couples retreat, they didn't meet each other, blah, blah, blah. The last few seasons they've done that, which is fine. I like it. I like that, you know, they do make the friendships and, and, and things like that. So you got to go to this retreat. That's fine. When you get there, why are we acting like, oh, I don't want to sleep in the same room, this, that, and the other? Because it's just nonsense. And, and I get if you're not getting along, what if you really, really don't like each other, this, that, and the other? But you, you're also making the other couples feel ill at ease when you're putting that on the table. You know, when they were having the, the little bonfire and it was Brett and Ryan and Bao and Johnny, who are, of course, everybody sees you're not getting along. And, well, where are you sleeping? I mean, it's just not cool. Now, I'm saying that now, but peek into me, peek into me. Yes, I could be a petty person. So I hear that feeling. I hear that feeling of, Ugh, I don't feel like being bothered. But I'm also not a person that's unmarried at first sight. Like, people are watching. You already know this. 
All right. So um, let's see. I have why go on the retreat. That's what I just talked about. Pages are turning. Pages are turning. Now, let's go back to last week because, you know, Brett and Ryan are still having a little. Ugh. Now, how I really feel about Brett and Ryan. I think he doesn't want to hurt her feelings. Um, he doesn't like her. That's more than obvious. Um, when he's saying, I'm ready to try. No, you're not. You don't like her. I hope it's really just not the red hair. But it could be. Some people are shallow how. Guilty. I'm a, you know, guilty person. I don't, if you have a certain trait that I don't like, it just, it is going to turn me off. Like, if that's something I don't like, it's something I don't like. That's who I am. I'm not willing to develop and learn, but also I'm not on Marinette for her sight. You understand what I'm saying? But he's getting to the point where he's just like, mm, I don't like her, but I'm going to fake say that I'm willing to work it out. But then his sister goes, last week she goes and talks to his sister, and his sister came up with the suggestion of, mm, if he's acting like this, uh, you know, I think it's somebody from his past. What? That's not acting like it's somebody from his past. That's just acting like I don't like this person in my present. Um, worst thing his sister could have ever said was that. So let me look at this note. And Sam Michaela was talking about it. Okay. So now when we get to the point where you have Zach and Michaela and they're sitting and they're talking about, you know, they've decided not to go on. And that's fine because obviously you're not working out. I understood Zach's point. Zach was saying, this marriage isn't working out. I wasn't ready to be married to you. But maybe afterward, we could date and see. And she just flipped out. What are you flipping out for? Oh, I'll tell you what she's flipping out for. The only thing she heard was what he said when he said, I wasn't ready to be married to you. She did not hear anything else he was saying. And she immediately took that personal and went ballisticated. She went ballistic. But what he was saying was, we're put into this process, which he has a huge point. They're put into a process where they're on national TV. You're trying to talk. You've got cameras in your face uh, and you're going crazy like this. And in the beginning, he said, this is her M.O. That she gets mad and gets like crazy. I know he didn't say crazy. I'm saying it. That's right. I'm saying it. And he said, I think that's her personality. And as you can see, Zach looks like he's kind of introverted, kind of quiet. You know, look at him on his wedding day. Oh, he was all crying and everything. Everybody on social media was calling him a crybaby. But he's more reserved. More Now, maybe if the uh, experts really want us to think that they are intricately uh, patching these people up, I do believe you were doing that in the first couple of seasons. I don't believe you're doing that anymore. I think you're saying, to, oh, I think his such will balance out her, that his pH will balance out her OH. No, you're just saying, oh, wow, she looks like she's tough. Because they are taking those surveys and they're, well, they're not surveys. They're taking those personality tests and stuff like that. So there's something that you see. You might not see that she's flipping over benches at retreats and stuff. But you see, there's something volatile in her. And you put her with somebody that really can't take it. You, you, it's, it's all about ratings. And if, that, if a couple happens to stay together, yay! You know? Um, so you get this, and he's saying to her, you know, I think it would work if, if we dated. 
There was nothing wrong with him saying that. There wasn't. Because he's saying, look, we're being put into this process where we're arguing because you're actually now, you know, you met a stranger that you don't know anything about. You're living with that person. And that's what she did. And she went off, blah, blah, blah. So now in comes Bao. So here comes Bao with her little soft talking. And, you know, I think you should do this. And, you know, here, back up, Bao. Take that truck, as George Costanza would say, boop. And back it up. You need to go in there and talk to your baldy Johnny. Because you two don't have it straight. Meanwhile, I'm loving the shade of Mirla. Not really talking to anybody. and But Gil. She's just like, mm. you know why? Because Mirla signed on from Married at First Sight. She didn't sign up for Friends to the End. And I hear you, Mirla. And you know who's kind of like that too now? Rachel. They're kind of standoffish with the... Uh, you know, they have those periods where they have... The men talk and the girls talk and they have to do that that's you know what the show is expecting from you so but to me she's just like mm, I'm here for this one I'm not if I'm friends with y'all fine if I'm not I'm all right with that it's great to have girlfriends it's great I have girlfriends hey shout out to my buddies they know who they are you know what I'm saying when I can pick up the phone I can call you know, and, and talk and laugh. It's great. But they all had friends coming into this. This isn't meet your friend at first sight. So I love that they did the little tribute to Brett, to Brett and her dog. God rest his soul. Because I hear you, losing a pet is hard. So I thought that was very nice. Um, I, you know, like I said, again, when they got there and she was like, we're not sleeping in the same room. Eh. I just thought it was, you know, kind of petty and just not necessary. I also thought with Johnny, when Johnny made the statement, I'm trying to spend as little time with Val as possible. Ooh, ouch. Ah, take that knife out. Because well, you all realize that this is going to be watched back, right? Okay. Not necessary. Not necessary at all. Uh, Gil and Mirla. Let's see. So Gil and Mirla were laughing about how they sleep. Mirla was saying, oh, I sleep all over the place. And Gil was saying, oh, I stay still. Yeah, that's it. That's about the biggest content of drama you saw out of them. And I love that in the beginning, we thought this was going to be the couple brawling, right? Now, Mirla's just like, mm, I receive it. Gil was like, mm, I don't like the way you said that. Mm, I receive it. Mm, I receive it. Now, quote, unquote. We haven't seen anything about consummation of marriage with them or whatever. But if you ever watched Couples Cam, you saw that Ashley and uh, Anthony said that they did it but didn't say. I think that's this. I think that's their, <laughs> that's their uh, thing. Because she's just like, okay, I want this to work. And I hear you. And bravo. He is a nice guy. He is a gossipy hen to the end. I love it. What about when they were sitting at the table? And they were talking about what happened. And he was like, well, anyway, blah, blah, Or when they were playing the game and he was like, yeah, uh, Michaela's petty. I don't think he was feeling her from that tango dance. And she just sat down out of nowhere. He was like, what the heck is that? <laughs> okay. And what I have here, Michaela and Zach saying they were good. Place was a joke. Yeah, that was, that was hilarious. Um, then when they had the breakfast the next day and they were kind of talking about what the heck was happening. And first of all, let me back it up to when she was trashing the place 
on national TV. And I hope that you see yourself and say, what in the world was I doing? Because those camera people are shady as all. When did I say that? When did I say that? And they ran it back to 10 minutes ago when you said you told him to leave. Now you're throwing stuff on TV. Not to mention when she called her sister, which why are you calling your sister for a ride home when you all live in the same apartment complex? So you definitely have a ride home. Just get in the car with somebody else. They're not going to say no. Um, so your sister comes to pick you up, which if it was me, I'd be like, no, get a ride home or get in that car with Zach. Drive home silently. It's ridiculous. Um, but now you're seeing yourself throwing all this stuff on TV. And when the sister was on the phone, she was like, what now, Michaela? Like, that says it right there. Like, your family member was exhausted with that phone call. I, I really hope, if nothing else, you, you see what you're doing in your own life. So I'm hoping she does get kind of things together. Sorry, I had to take a little water break. It's getting a little parched. Um, so that was really kind of married at first sight in a nutshell. You know, we all know. Come on. Everybody who watched this week's episode from day one, you wanted to rewind when she was going ballistic. And even when um, Brett was out there talking to him, not Brett, I'm sorry, Ryan was out there talking to him. And he was just like, you know, we're trying to talk to him. She came out like a storm. And he was like, this is the problem. And it was the problem. It was the problem. So, you know, going on, you see next week's episode, everybody's together, they're talking. You just can't do that all the time. Like, I, Zach and Michaela, just end them now. I don't even want to see them in the next couple of weeks. And Johnny and Bao, I don't want to see you either. Everybody's like, oh, my God, you know, he's being so mean. He's being, uh, you know, extra mean to Bao and this, that, and you know, That's what people are saying on social media. And I, I'm really disgusted with seeing it myself. Um, but what I'm also disgusted with seeing is, you know, but I still want to try. Like, are you saying that you still want to try or is it that you're under contract? I'm, I'm getting a little confused because I'm just done with, you know, I don't want to see anybody being taken advantage of. It's, it's ridiculous. It's exhausting. And, uh, but you know what it does? It makes content for my show. Um, so that was Married at First Sight, my Babylon. Um, now, before we do Blast from the Past, you know, da, 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 I have a gung, 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 gung. I have a boom from the present. Yep, you like that? Boom from the present. Just want to give us a little shout out to the harder they fall. Idris Elba, Regina King, uh, Lakeith. Lakeith is my boy. Uh, Lakeith, you know him from Judas and the Black Messiah, you know, um, and he also was in, you know, just a little part in Get Out. Um, of course, my boy Dion Cole, shout out, Disco Sunday Fellowship. Uh, they did more than a fantastic job in this movie. And then there was the uh, dude, uh, not so famous to me, I'm not going to say he's not famous, uh, but he's not so famous to me. His name is, I think, Jonathan Majors. I think that's his name. I'm just going to make sure. Uh, Jonathan Majors. Yes. Jonathan Majors. Great job. It was a great movie. Um, here's some big things that I liked about it. It wasn't a lot of unnecessary 
sex scenes. Um, it was was there cursing in it? Yes, but it wasn't a lot of whole lot of cursing. But it was a great movie. I actually went to see it in the movies. It comes on Netflix. Uh, I think November third or November fifth. One of those. I think it's the third. Check it out. It was really good. I can't wait to watch it again. And now it's time for our. Blast from the past. Our blast from the past is coming out of, you know, I have my notes, coming out of 1980, only had two seasons, but it is fitting for me to go over it with R.I.P. Rest in Peace, Peter Scolari. I don't care what they say anymore. This is my life. Dun, 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 dun. Come on, you know, it's Bosom Buddies. Bosom Buddies came on in 1980, starring Tom Hanks, Peter Scolari, uh, Donna Dixon, who later married Dan Aykroyd, and Holland Taylor. Everybody knows what Bosom Buddies was about. Bosom Buddies was about these two guys that they were out in the street and they went to live in this lady's development. They, which I don't know what kind of ladies housing they had back then, where you could never have that now, where you could only be ladies to live here. And uh, Hildegard and Buffy, that's what their names was. And I forgot which one was which. Um, but it was a which show was funny. I personally, I got to be honest with you, was a huge fan. I watched every one of those shows. I loved Bosom Buddies. It was really, really good. Uh, but I just wanted to do that as a blast from the past. Guys, I just want to say, for my new listeners, thank you. Thank you for breathing life into me to say, hey, get that new content out there. Do this. I like it. I love it. It's, it's the jump up in numbers that I have from this week. I don't even know where it's coming from, but I appreciate it. I thank you. I'm giving new content. Hope you laugh. Hope you thought. Uh, do me a favor. Go on my Instagram page, uh, TV Talk with Nigel I have a Facebook page as well. If you know some old shows, uh, let me know. Tell me some blasts from the past. Messenger me. Uh, send me a messenger. I will look them up, talk about them, or even if you think there's a show I should be watching now. Uh, so next time we are going to talk about, because I didn't, you know, I like to keep mine kind of short. Um, definitely love after lockup. Ugh. I don't even know. But we're going to be talking about that next time. And of course, my Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders making the team. Oh, wait a minute. I hope you heard that because I think I was covered. But uh, next time we're going to be talking about life after lockup in Dallas. Cowboy Chili is making the team. This has been TV Talk with Nigel Della. Have a great day. God bless.